When you pray, God listens. When you listen, God talks. When you believe, God works. Welcome to the Christian Minute Podcast brought to you by Lighthouse SDA. We hope to share the loving God which we have come to know. We invite you to follow this podcast and stay tuned for our future episodes. Hello, you guys are listening to a Christian Minute podcast. This is your host. And once again, we are here to bring you a new episode for you guys to listen to. Very quickly before we get started, I just wanted to go ahead and remind you guys about our social media. If you guys want to be able to reach out to us with any questions, if you guys have any concerns, if you would like to know where our church is located, you are more than welcome to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at Lighthouse SDA. Now, if you want to follow the podcast show directly so that you can reach out to us, anything regarding the podcast specifically, make sure to follow us on Instagram at a Christian Minute Podcast. Every Saturday, we are live streaming on Facebook starting at 1115. Very awesome programs that we're bringing to you guys every single Saturday. Right after those get live streamed, we also upload them onto our YouTube channel, and you can find us on YouTube at Lighthouse Lynn. So make sure that you are keeping up with our live streams, you're keeping up with our podcast episodes. And if you guys have anything you want us to talk about specifically, again, reach out to us. We are more than welcome to talk about what it is you guys want to hear. So let's get on to today's show. All right, guys. So today I have a very special guest with me today for the show. Um, It is a person I've known for quite a long time now. Um, Very close friend. I would say that somebody that I can definitely uh, confide in and look for advice when I need anything. Definitely very knowledgeable and a person that is used by God. And uh, I will go ahead and introduce him now. We have uh, Carl Hans Miranda with us on the show today. How are you, Hans? Hey, I'm doing well. What about yourself, Abraham? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm excited to be back this week. Uh, last week, I wasn't able to uh, record an episode. I just had a lot going on, um, but I'm excited to be here with you. Uh, joining me for this episode, I, I believe that we have a very interesting conversation to have today, and hopefully we're able to show something to our listeners. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is actually going to be the first time I'm part of a podcast, so that's, that's a pretty neat experience it's going to be. Awesome. So now you can check that off your list. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, no pressure, but depending on how you do, we'll decide whether we bring you back or not. (laughs) So then most likely you won't be bringing me back. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, So we're going to be talking today uh, about a topic that I think is very, uh, very interesting. I would say that maybe some people have asked themselves this question or have maybe asked somebody else this question. And that is, do we serve God only to reach heaven? Now, when I first came across this question, um, it was it it just made me like pause for a little bit. Like I had to think about it, you know, Um, I don't know if you had that same impression when I texted you about uh, what we're going to be talking about as well. Yeah, actually, I did. It's a super interesting question. And this is the first time that 
uh, I guess anyone has asked me or the first time that it popped into my head. So I did have to take a second to think about it. Uh, but I think that it's, it's, it's a very appropriate question and very useful uh, question to think about, not only for us two on this program, but each and every one of us individually. Yep, definitely. So in order to get the, the topic going, I want to go ahead and start off by reading a scripture first, um, just to kind of lay down a little foundation as to what we're going to be talking about. Um, and so that scripture is found in the book of 1 John um, chapter 4, verse 16. And so if you are listening to us, I would uh, advise you to open up your Bible, go to your phone, look up the Bible online if you want to. Um, I'm a very big believer that when you study the Word of God and you physically open the Bible and you turn the pages and you read it for your own eyes, you get so much more benefit out of that. Um, and so don't just sit there and listen to us read the Bible verses. Please go and grab your Bible if you have one. And if you don't, you can't find one online. So again, the verse was First uh, John chapter 4, verse 16. And it says, God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. Now, actually, I'm going to read the next two verses as well. And it says, in this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment, because in this world we are like him. Therefore, is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So my question to begin today is, well, what is our motivation to follow in Christ? Hmm. So that's a very good, that's a very good question. These verses, I think they're very appropriate to it. Uh, but if it's okay, let's backtrack a little bit to try to figure out a little background, a little uh, environment setting uh, for the ultimate topic and also the question that you have asked. Uh, so if we backtrack to the beginning, um, think about the time that Jesus came to earth. So uh, essentially, Jesus came to earth to fulfill uh, his heavenly father's purpose, right, for humanity. Uh, so number one, Jesus served his father, we can say. Um, and since he served on the purpose of his father, which extends to humanity or us individually, or more specifically uh, us as the fallen uh, humankind or human race. Uh, so number one, uh, he served his father. And number two, he served humanity. So when God calls us to serve uh, to serve, and he's not only calling us into a ministry that he's not familiar with, but he's actually calling us into the same ministry that he was called uh, from uh, by his heavenly Father. If that makes sense, so technically, the same ministry, which is the ministry of salvation that Jesus had, his ministry, uh, is the same ministry but a different role on this specific ministry. So when Jesus was calling to a sacrifice that opened the door for us to salvation. Um, a door which prior to his sacrifice uh, did not exist. Uh, so Jesus did the hard part in this ministry, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But he made possible for humanity to receive salvation, right? So now, with that being said, our calling is to spread the word to humanity, letting them know or giving them awareness that humanity has an open door to salvation. Now, the first one to serve was Christ, and we shall follow on his footsteps, like the Bible tells us, uh, by serving as he did so, but again, this only happens when we have accepted the sacrifice 
that he did on the cross results in essentially accepting uh, his salvation that he provides to us via personal relationship with God. What this means is that in order to serve God, we first have to have had received salvation. And as a result of receiving salvation, we serve God. So if we do not serve God to reach salvation, we serve God as a result of already, of already receiving salvation. Uh, so again, this, I think this is the, the key part of the main topic, uh, that we serve God as a result of receiving salvation. We don't serve God to reach salvation, uh, but again, as a result of already receiving salvation after accepting his sacrifice. So those who serve God only to receive salvation, um, I think that it could be a little contradictory to, to our biblical teachings, uh, but I like to think that serving God is not a prerequisite for salvation, but it's more of a result that each and every one of us has received salvation. And since we constantly need salvation, so yesterday I could say I was saved yesterday, today I am saved, uh, but then tomorrow I need my salvation because it's an everyday salvation that we must seek for. So we constantly need to serve God because we constantly need uh, to receive salvation, if that makes sense. Yes, it makes a lot of sense. And it actually leads me into um, one of the first two kind of uh, focus points that I had for today. Um, And that is that I believe uh, you can kind of deduce um, your motivation for following Jesus uh, or for following God into two motivations. Um, And to begin with, the first one is um, just very simply stated that we don't want to die eternally. And like you said, salvation, right? We believe what the Bible says about sin. And we know that we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of God. And so the result of our sin is going to be that we will be separated from God. And the ultimate consequence for the separation is eternal death when the time comes. And so there is one solution And that is to believe that Jesus is the son of God and that he died to reconnect with God, uh, to reconnect us with God. And so does any of that sound familiar to, you know, what could happen today? People might be afraid of eternal death. People might be afraid that they won't be, uh, you know, saved. And so the one way that I can compare this type of living um, is the way we drive on our roads, right? Do you speed hunts? Uh, well, I don't think I should say during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that there's a speed limit, right? Basically, everywhere we go. Um, and so we want to make sure that we don't get a ticket, right? I don't want to get a ticket. I don't know if you want to get a ticket. I'm going to assume you don't. Um, so for the most part, we try to follow the speed limit. Uh, but what that really means is that we go by that, you know, five over rule. So if I'm just five over, I can probably tell the cop, hey, officer, you know, I'm just going 35 in the 30. That's not too bad, right? Um, if it is uh, the highway, we try to go by the 5 to 10 over rule, right? Hey, officer, you know, I'm, I'm within 5 to 10 miles per hour, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is. If we're going on a long trip, like a road trip, and we went to Pennsylvania last time, Hans, we wanted to save time, right? So we were stepping on it a little bit. We might go by the 10 to 15 over rule. But the the key thing here that I'm trying to get to is, We still want to drive as fast as possible, but we take some steps in order to avoid getting a ticket. So as humans who don't want to die eternally, we become Christians sometimes who follow Jesus just enough, 
just like we follow the speed limit enough to not get a ticket, we end up doing just the minimum that is required to avoid punishment because that's our only motivation. Would you agree with that? So I think that's a very interesting point that you brought up. But again, like everything else, I always think that going back uh, to the beginning, it's always appropriate to understand a little more. So when you talk about not wanting to die or that feeling that humanity has uh, of not wanting to face death. So in the originality of humanity, humankind was not created to die. Humankind was created to live eternally. So even when humanity was casted for death, it's still inside of us. In each and every one of us, even though we're born sinners, we're born with an instinct to survive. You know, we can see that in almost our everyday actions as well, that uh, our instinct, when we face any type of scenario where uh, our lives could be placed in risk, we react by instinct. And that instinct is our our emotion or our sensation or our want to not die which comes again from day one in creation uh so i think that it's a very interesting point that you have made and it's fair uh but at the same time i think that the motivating factor of not wanting to die maybe has something to do or is relevant to fear what do you think uh i agree with you a hundred percent i think that it is fear and um what i was going to say uh, to continue with that as well is that what what is wrong with the the point that I just made that I brought up is that um, nowhere in the Bible do I see a list that says the minimum requirements, right? We see a list of the Ten Commandments, but not a list of the minimum requirements that we try to get away with. And so we we do it out of fear, like you said, you know, we do just enough because we're we're scared that if we don't do just enough, we we will die. And like you said, it, it's it's something that comes back from the beginning. And it's not it's not a good lifestyle. It's not the way that we should be living. Following Christ simply out of fear of death or out of fear of punishment. It, it is not the way that um, we should be living our daily lives. There's definitely a second way that we should. And and I think that if we go to Romans five eight. We, we can kind of start to develop into what this other way is. And uh, Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So this is a very important part. And it actually goes back to what you said at the beginning with your open and thought, that we, we serve God as a return for salvation. Right. And Romans 8 is telling us here that uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 8 is telling us while we were still sinners, Christ died for us out of love. And because of that love that he gave us is almost like we return it and we do it out of love as well. We learn to appreciate what he has done for us. The, the love that God showed towards us fills us and it makes that our actions, our thoughts, our intentions are simply to just glorify Christ. And everything that we do just basically, I believe, becomes a response to the love that God gives. Going back to our passage from earlier in 1 John, we no longer live in fear because as the verse 18 told us, perfect love drives out fear. And we change from living in fear to living in God. And verse 16 says, whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. 
Yeah, I think this is a very good point. Uh, and I think that when you speak about motivating factors, it's very important to understand our own personal motivating factors. Uh, and I think that that's something that we can do uh, individually in our own, own time uh, to try to pinpoint what exactly is my personal motivating factor to serve God. And now if we have touched two motivating factors, one has been fear and the other one has been love. And now when we speak about fear and when we speak about motivating factors, I guess the question would be how far can you get with fear being your motivating and then you turn the coin to the other side. And then you ask yourself, now, how far can I get having love as of my motivating factor? So it's two, two things that you can put in a, in, a, in a way. You know, you can weigh both of them and see which one weighs more. Is it fear or love? Is fear going to push me more or is love going to push me more? You know, and I think, like you were saying, Abraham, at the end of the day, we can take Jesus's example. We don't have to go very far to learn uh, the lessons that we need to learn or abstract information that would help us understand these points more. But when we see Jesus's example, we understand that he did the ultimate sacrifice, having the ultimate motivating factor. And that motivating factor was love. And the only way Jesus was able to fulfill his mission here on earth was due to the love that he felt for us. And if it wasn't for the love that he felt for us, he might not have been able to accomplish what he did. But the Bible tells us that the reason he did it was for love or out of love for humanity or the human race. So when it comes to put both fear and love in the scale, we're going to see by Jesus' example that you can reach many heights with love and you can reach a height as, reach, as Jesus reached. Um, and what we can abstract from that is that if my motivating factor is fear, I might not reach that far. But if my motivating factor is love, then I have unlimited supply to work with, you know, a motivating factor that can push me to limits that I never thought would push me before. And we can see this from, um, I guess, the perfect example would be a loving mother, you know, who will give everything for a son. Uh, for a daughter or a loving father that will give anything for his kids. Uh, And parents do that out of love. They don't do that out of fear. Uh, So we can see where love at the end of the day is the main ingredient to be able to be able to accomplish all these things and be uh, critical as a motivating factor. Right. And, you know, to, to continue a little bit about the whole love being the motivator, Um, You know, if we go to nowadays, you know, when people watch movies and stuff like that or shows, love always seems to be that one thing, right? That is kind of the turning point uh, for characters, for uh, whatever it is going on. And no different was it with God as well in the example that he gave us with Jesus. And I like how you mentioned that too, that nothing, nothing that he did could have been done if he didn't love us, you know? Um, God and, and Jesus, they, they loved humanity so much that, you know, God was willing to send his only son for us. And Jesus was willing to die and bear, you know, the weight of our sins um, so that we wouldn't have to do that. And so the other way I look at it as well is that if we look at the Ten Commandments, they're, they're an example of love as well. You know, half of them are, you know, our love towards God, you know, we will not have any other idols. We will not, you know, follow any other gods. We will follow God. We will keep the Sabbath. And then the other half is our love to our brothers. You know, I will not steal from my brother. I won't covet. I won't, 
you know, all those things, it's a testimony or it is essentially a decree of love towards God and towards my brothers as well. So I think that definitely I would want that for all our listeners, even for myself included, that, you know, if we learn something today is that we make a transition from if we're if we're uh, serving God out of fear that we transition that into being more motivated by love, motivated by the ultimate sacrifice that God gave for us. Exactly. Just to follow up on your comments, uh, God said that he had a new commandment. The first new commandment was to love God with all your heart, all your body, all your soul. The second was to love your neighbor. And now when we have the Ten Commandments, uh, the new commandments that God was giving us was in order to be able to fulfill the original law. So if... You love God with all your heart, and you love your neighbor with all your heart. You're going to be able to fulfill or be able to accomplish the law. Without love, the law is useless. With love, the law is everything. So at the end of the day, it comes back to love. Love is everything. The things you do for your family, for your friends, for your neighbors, for your church members, the things you do for community, it all comes back to love, the love you have for people. And when it comes to serving God, we serve God by serving others, and we serve God because we love God, and we serve others because we serve God or by serving God, um, and that reflects the love that we have for God and the love that we have for others. So it can't just be love to God either. We can't just say, I love God, and I, lo- I don't love anyone else. But if you love God, you love everyone else. That's just the result of the love that uh, it, God puts in your heart when you love Him and when you have that relationship with Him. So... We can't, we, can't, we can't nail it in the head enough when we talk about love and how that's, that's really the key motivating factor that we, need to, uh, that we need to concentrate on. I agree. And, you know, I believe that when we walk motivated by love, it's, uh, we can honestly say that we would follow Christ anywhere. You know, we can truly say no matter where God takes me, I will follow Uh, Why? Because we simply desire to show our appreciation to him uh, for everything that he has done for us and everything that he will continue to do for us on a daily basis. Because we simply believe that the life God is asking us to live is a better life than the one we would live on our own. You know, Um, without God, there's there's really not much we can do. And so when we love him, we understand that we understand that we understand that we're his creation. We understand that if we take God out of the picture, it, there's really nothing. You know, we really are, you know, valued at zero. Uh, we really don't have much worth. But it is through his love and appreciation that we we are everything. And so, to our listeners today that have joined us, um, you know, I I want to kind of appeal to you guys that if if maybe you feel that you haven't been serving God uh, for the right reasons or with the right motivation, and I'm not saying that uh, there's right or wrong motivations. I would definitely just say that uh, having love as a motivator is definitely a more fulfilling and possible, you know, healthier way of following God. Um, and so I would I would invite you guys to pray to God, to seek God, study the Bible and just form a better relationship with him. You know, get to know him on a personal level 
Um, you know, have him be your friend and develop that friendship and, and you'll learn to love God and you'll learn to love things, not because the church tells you you have to do them, not because, you know, your parents tell you you have to do them, but because God says that you have to do it and you love him. And so you want to you want to make him proud. You want to appreciate everything that he's done for you. You have any ending thoughts? Hans? Yeah, I think just to nail in the head. Uh, the, the question was, you know, if we can, if we serve God to reach heaven. And uh, I think that, like we had said before, uh, we really serve, uh, we serve God because as a result that we have already received heaven, you know. I guess we can say uh, heaven here on earth, uh, but it's, it's always as a result that we have already accepted God's uh, sacrifice on the cross, and then we have accepted uh, the offering of salvation that he's giving us. Um, and now due to that, we, we serve others as well. It's all about that. When you serve other people, uh, it's a joy that you can't measure up to. Um, and God understood that. And the reason he gave us this, this task, you know, to serve others uh, is because he also knew that we had to fill a certain hole in our hearts uh, that he understood that uh, even when we don't understand it, uh, he understood that that hole can be filled by serving others and showing love that he has given us reflecting all the love to everyone else around us so, and to include our family members, our neighbors, our friends, and everyone that we can get in touch with. So really, I think that's what it's all about. Definitely. Um, I don't know about you, but I definitely feel like I learned some today. Uh, it was it was really nice having this conversation with you. Uh, I would say that every time that I've ever had a conversation with you involving the Bible or just any question, I always come out uh, learning <laughs> something new. So I really appreciate that uh, you would take some time out of your busy day to, uh, you know, join me for this episode. Um, I really hope that we're able to do this again. Uh, like I said, I've, uh, I really appreciate everything you say. I think that our listeners have gotten a valuable insight from, uh, you know, the viewpoints that you have brought along from the ones I had as well. So I just uh, want to say thank you for, yeah, and for with that. Uh, thank you for inviting me because I wouldn't be here if you didn't invite me. <laughs> but it, it's, it's a pleasure and I look forward <laughs> for uh, the next time if there is a next time. Definitely. Yeah, I think uh, you earned your spot <laughs> for another episode. And we thank you for the listeners as well. And God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Until next time. And don't forget, keep praying. Don't quit. Miracles happen every day. So never stop believing.